Welcome to the Two Men Talking Podcast. I'm Jordan Rich, and today we're going to have another heated and controversial conversation, but this time it's about our four-legged friends, dogs. That's right, Stanley and Fred have very different opinions on whether dogs make better companions than people. Okie dokie, so uh, we're ready to take it on. Fred, why don't we start with you by telling us your view on our four-legged friends. Why don't you begin? So I've noticed uh, the dog population in New York City has um, increased. I've also noticed that the way people interact with dogs today is different than 20 years ago, 30 years ago, so on and so forth. But dogs have a quality that people don't have. They love you unconditionally. They don't have a voice, so they can't raise it. And dogs are all uh, movement. Movement cannot manipulate, be deceptive, while words and what people say can be. So the authenticity and the genuineness that a person has in their relationship with their dog is um, unique and nothing like a relationship with a person. I don't know why we're talking about dogs. I don't know who started this. Are we being sponsored by the American Kennel Club? Um, I was up in Central Park taking a walk with, with a female companion. I came up to my a bench. I was tired. I sat down. I said, um, and there were people with all the dogs around me. And I said to her, sit. And she looked at me. I said, sit. And there was a guy back me, two dogs. The dog sat down. So I, I, I looked. He said, the first thing you must teach them is when you say sit, they sit down. So uh, we're talking, I, I don't know why we're talking about dogs, but we're talking about dogs. I don't know, Fred, did you say something about the dogs? Uh, uh, Women are replacing men with dogs. Did you bring that up? Yeah, well, I didn't bring it up, but I do believe, um, look, it's easier to have a relationship with a dog than it is a, uh, a human. Um, if you're, if the weather's really bad out and you ask a friend to go to the store to get you something, uh, whatever, but come rain and shine or snow or sleet, people are walking their dogs, their dogs are crapping all over the sidewalks in New York City. The owners are picking that up. I think you'd be hard pressed to get someone who really cared for you to follow you around with a plastic bag and pick up your excrement. So there has to be something magical about dogs where millions of people are uh, willing to do that. Well, look, no question that I think what you say is true. Dogs bring a lot of happiness to people. A lot of happiness. And dogs are a great companion. And you know, people have recommended to me, statistics show that um, you have a lower blood pressure with dogs. So there, there's, there's absolutely some some merit to what you say. I, in my neighborhood, I can't walk on the street because you're walking along, there's a woman in front of you with a dog. Another woman comes, oh, what's the dog's name? How old is that dog? How long do you have the dog? I mean, it's like, and uh, uh, if you go somewhere, 
It used to be when I would go out, I would say, hello, how are you? The woman would say, let me show you a picture of my grandchildren. Today, the women say, let me show you a picture of my dog. It's <laughs> taken the place. So, but there are a lot of men on my street who have dogs also. They walk with the dog. And then the women walk. You, you can't walk up First Avenue sometimes with dogs, all kinds of dogs. So obviously, dogs are providing some kind of companionship, satisfaction. i tell you the truth. I was at my club the other day, up at the bar, up at the bar, and a woman walks. And this, and this is an upscale club where the men have to wear jacket and tie. Okay, woman walks in with a dog. She's holding the dog, and I almost fell off the chair, and I didn't have really anything to drink yet. And the dog, she's walking with the dog in the bar. And I'm saying, how, how did they let, you know? And, and it's common. I go into the grocery store, there's dogs. I go, and you, you sent me a picture of a dog flying first class on the airplane. Yes. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and then uh, we were walking uh, a few weeks ago next to a neighbor in this 68 dogs in her building, and she had her dog in a carriage. And we uh, questioned uh, why her dog was in a carriage, and she was very proud that she had this special carriage for a dog. And then later that day, um, we uh, came out of this place where we went for a drink and there were two women sitting at a table with their French poodle and the French poodle was seated in a chair. And when we said, that's interesting, do you always take your dog to dinner? And one of the women turned to me and said, absolutely, this dog's a better companion than a man. And then last weekend I went to get cheese and the woman ahead of me had the cutest little dog and the dog was nestled in her chest, between her sweater, her blouse, and her breasts. And I said, gee, that's a very nice dog. And she said, yes. And I said, do you always carry your dog that way? And she looked at me indignantly and she said, yes, whatever's best for my, uh, for my, for my puppy. So oh, I think... Gentlemen, uh, it seems like we're talking about the owners, the people, the humans, <laughs> males and females, mostly females. The dogs don't really have a say in this, do they? Uh, Fred, how do you respond to that? And also, Stan, Stanley, uh, we're talking about how people act, not how the dogs necessarily act. They are captive audiences here. So I'd like to reassure the listeners, people who are listening, that Fred and I are not prejudiced. Shortly, we're going to do a podcast on cats. So we're going to give equal <laughs> treatment here. Whoa, 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 whoa. Cats are nothing like dogs. Oh, wait, wait a minute now. Don't give away the podcast, Fred. Okay, okay. We will do a nice podcast on cats, but don't give it a don't give away our podcast. So what, I'm sorry, Mr. Question Jordan. I just wanted to let the no. I, <laughs> I was just uh, commenting on the fact that we're talking really about the people and how they deal with their pets, and the pets have no real say. If they're going to be stuck in a carriage, they're stuck in a carriage. Please continue. I think you're wrong. Pets, uh, you know what? Fred told me to watch 60-minute production on dogs. 
our, our dogs have kindness genes and they're doing tests. Uh, and there's certain breeds of dogs. Uh, my, my nephew was training their dog. They live in a private house to ring a bell by the door when he wants to go outside to urinate. So you're sitting and talking, all of a sudden you hear a bell. I said, Michael, someone at your door. Oh no, the dog has to go out to the backyard. He rings the bell. Unbelievable. They paid someone a fortune to train that dog. Can you imagine a dog ringing the bell that has to go outside? I think it's incredible. Yeah, the, the dog industry is exploding. There's dog insurance. There's a company called Bark. Uh, I recently looked at their offices. They have a, a, a dog walking park for their offices. But Jordan, you asked a really interesting question. Dogs are, are the way they are because of us. Yeah, we've, we've caused this evolution. Uh, although dogs were originally wolves, um, I was at my daughter's home a few uh, weeks ago. And the food that she was preparing for her dog was very impressive. I, th I think some yogurt and like three or four other things. Um, and everyone in the family loves their Bernese. Uh, in fact, the dog's named after me. First, I have to tell you, I wasn't so happy about that. However, watching how much they love that dog, how, uh, how they treat that dog, it's terrific. Um, that dog is a member of their family. So there is health insurance. A company does give you health insurance on, on dogs. This is not really related to dogs. This is really a cat story, but I am a trustee and for some people. And they called me and said, our cat's sick. Can we, doctor, take it? To the doctor and I said, okay, and will the trust pay for the medical treatment? I said, okay, okay. So they they call me up and they say, would you release a check? Eight thousand dollars. The doctor had to operate on the cat. I said, eight thousand dollars for the cat. But this is what medical treatment is for animals today. I was so struck by the amount of money. To operate on the cat, I mean that's a lot of money, and I'm not saying the the person who did it took advantage of it. But the people tell me the fees they're paying to treat animals, and there's animal insurance for health care. So what Fred says, it's a big business, tremendous business. How about how about people who get mates or companions for their dogs? Tons of people that we see walking around, um, or walking around multiple dogs. So I would, I just tell you this about statistics that Americans spent $109 billion on their pets in 2021. That's a lot of money. Worldwide, the pet market was worth $207 billion. I mean, that's that's a lot of money to spend on your people. But you're getting pleasure. Look what men spend on their wives' mink coats and diamond rings. So if you get pleasure, I am, I am for it. So. In a previous episode, you guys talked about loneliness, being alone. 
How does that relate to what we're talking about, Fred, in terms of companionship? It's not the same to have a human in your life, but it certainly takes the place in some cases for that lonely feeling. Oh, I definitely believe that uh, what you're saying is valid. What a great companion. A pet is a dog. They don't have the concerns a friend might have or a partner might have. The love is unconditional. Yes, you do have to feed them. You basically get to feed them what you want to feed them. And um, it can't. It, it does fill the void of loneliness. I don't know. I don't have a dog. I prefer the company of uh, humans. But um, yeah, definitely. Stanley, if you had a dog, what would you name him? Would you name him Fred, like Fred's daughter did? Isn't that interesting? So, you know, there was a movie with James Stewart, and he had this big, like, animal following him around. Do you remember the name of that movie? Harvey. Harvey is the name of the movie. And that's what I would name my dog. I love that movie. Here, Harvey. Come over here, Harvey. And that's what I name my dog. So sometimes when I leave my building, I have a doorman, and I say, um, doorman, I'm just, wait a minute, Harvey, come on, come on. <laughs> the doorman looks at me because I said, come on, Harvey, here, boy. And I love the name, Harvey, and I love that movie. So you don't have to have a real dog. We can have a dog in abstraction. You can save on uh, plastic bags because for the pickups. The, look, the truth is, and the food, food is very expensive um, today. But the truth is, with dogs do give companionship. Dogs do give unconditional love. And dogs know who you are, okay? Posit- I thought about getting a dog myself at one point for companionship. And and do you talk to the dog? Harvey, come here, Harvey. What hurts you, Harvey? How do I look today, Harvey? And the dog looks at you, opens their eyes. Uh, I think that's really nice. So if you just, if I meet you in person and I say, would you like to meet my dog, Harvey? You say, yes, absolutely. That's I, nothing wrong with having a dog. It's a lot of fun. Except the whole point of this conversation is we're amazed at the number of dogs that are in the city. We walk in Central Park. It's unbelievable, the number of them. And look, I grew up, I grew up with, um, there were no, when I grew up in Brooklyn, we were kids, nobody could afford a dog. So when you grew up, when you grew up, you wouldn't walk into a restaurant and have a German shepherd sitting at the next table. So, Fred, let me, that's right. You had that episode. Yes. And um, you asked the dog to move to another table, right? What do you think? And you're going out with women. You think women who have dogs are more nurturing, more emotional? If you had your choice between going out with one with a dog and one with not, what would you do? So many women have dogs. It's few and far between the ones that don't. Dogs are part of the zeitgeist that exists today for women and men, but mostly men, excuse me, mostly women. So let me ask you this, Fred. You go out with a woman, you get sort of intimate, you get in the bed, and then the dog jumps up on the bed and it's sitting there. You say, my God, 
You say that, your dog, your dog. And she tells you, because she told me the story, oh, I kiss my dog at night every night. Oh, I, that's good. I French kiss my dog at night every night. Yes, yes, yes. I had a uh, I had a date, a first date with a woman who has three dogs. She, and then she shows me a picture of a French bulldog. And she made, uh, she made that comment. I had another incident. I was dating someone who had cats. I'm not a big fan of cats, but that's a story for another time. Save that for the next, a cat podcast, friend. Yeah, yeah. It sounds like it's a dog's life, and maybe a cat's. Thank you, Stanley and Fred, for joining us today, and a special thank you to our listeners for tuning in to the Two Men Talking podcast. You've just heard another controversial conversation that may never end. Stanley and Fred would love to hear your thoughts on the question, do dogs make better companions than people? Feel free to email them today at stanleyandfred at twomentalking.com. Hey, be sure to include your U.S. postal address. If you're one of the first 20 listeners whose email messages they receive, you'll get yourself a Two Men Talking Baseball cap. That's right. Email stanleyandfred at twomentalking.com and let your thoughts be heard. You just might be one of the lucky 20. Be sure to tune in next time when Stanley and Fred will have yet another heated, controversial conversation, one that may never end. And if you like today's show, you can leave a rating and review at twomentalking.com. Till next time, take good care.